Welcome back to The Hot Slice. I'm creative director Josh Cowan. With me today, executive editor of Pizza Today, Denise Greer. Hello, Denise. Hey there, Josh. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. It's a beautiful day. We just got off the line with a beautiful guest. Very inspiring. Tell the audience who we talked to today. Man, I'm all smiles after talking to Ollie Hyder. He's chef owner at 786 Woodfired Pizza, and he has actually two locations now, one in Sun Valley, California, and the other one is in Pasadena. Very different markets. Uh, he is just a big ball of positive energy. You, I, I'm just all smiles from talking to him, and he makes me motivated to get out and just conquer the world. He's one of those uh, pizza makers who thinks outside the box all the time. And he's also a fun fact, Denise. Fun fact, Ali used to be a Lamborghini model. Yes, I did know that. <laughs> and, 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 and it makes sense once you meet him. I mean, like, he lights up a room. I met him in Expo a couple years ago. I had his margarita. I think he was in the Napolitana division. Um, yeah, just, just like I said, he lights up a room. Great guy. And it was uh, really great to talk to him. Yeah, you know, I am. Um, I had him on one of my panels at Pizza Expo uh, called Young Guns, and uh, he was so motivational, and he gave so much good advice uh, to everyone in the room. Uh, he he's just so knowledgeable. Um, I I just I take a lot away from uh, what he has to say. He's very creative as a as a chef. Uh, takes a lot of international flavors into the mix, and he'll also share how his pizzeria is halal. So. So uh, that's going to be interesting for a lot of people that don't know what that is uh, to learn a little bit more about it. Um, and he just believes in simplicity on his menu. Uh, and so he's he's really creative. All right. Well, without any further ado, let's get to Ali Hader. Hey, everyone. It's Katie, art director at Pizza Today, here to interrupt your podcast with a short commercial break. Your friends at Message on Hold are happy to introduce our voiceover IP service. Message on Hold Phones is our solution for phone service. If the internet goes down, it's no problem. You can still take online and phone orders. No busy signal ever. Professionally recorded, customized messaging for your business ensures that your customer gets the message that you want delivered to them every time. Save money and get new phones. Visit www.messageonholdservice.com phones. And now, back to the slice. Thanks for thanks for joining us on the hot slice. How's uh how's everything going in California? A blessing, buddy. Blessing, uh, especially with the crazy things happening, and especially on top of that, we had the fires here. As if that wasn't enough, you know. Right. And then, uh, the big one was uh, the war. You know, the uh, Armenia and the Azerbaijan thing going on. So we do have one of the largest uh, community of Armenians uh, in Los Angeles. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. So, rest of rest of the U.S. it didn't matter much, but for us, oh yeah, the freeways were locked down, almost like Black Lives Matter again, you know. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. I know. So yeah. And anything, anything happens, it affects the business. You know, that's like the very thin line you're going with. Yeah. So what's ha- what's happening uh, with your business right now? Tell us what's happening at seven eight six. Well, uh, I'm sure you guys know we have two locations now. So the first one, yeah, congrats. Was <laughs> thank, you, thank you. First one is um, uh, in Sun Valley, and the second one is in Pasadena now. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, I mean it's hanging in there. You know, I feel I feel this is a survival mode. So if anybody can just survive the storm, and uh, they are the they are, they are the winners. So I'm <laughs> so my focus is just uh, I'm healthy, my family's healthy, my team is healthy, their family's healthy, and I think we we just killed it. So that's all. 
yeah, if you survive this, it's uh, you're going to be so, I mean, everybody's going to be so much stronger on the other side, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and yes. prepped, for, prepped for anything. <laughs> and more than the, more than the business too, because God bless, we can, we can pull in later, you know, but the spirits, the spirits, the moral of the team, because uh, even in my team, somebody or the other far, far away is getting COVID. And then, so, you know, it kind of stays with them for longer. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden they're like, oh my God, they're, they're taking precautions. I'm like, hey, I told you guys, you know, <laughs> you got to be So in, in a weird way, that's kind of helping them. So initially the first couple of months I was on top of them. It's like, no, 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 you got to, you know, be as clean as possible and no pulling it down and all that stuff. But now I see that. So no, they are like all masked up. They're like, yeah, NASA scientists making pizzas. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> right. It takes a while to, you know, that's a, that's a fundamental change. That's a huge change. So it's like, it's something that's hard to do overnight. So. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So where are your locations at right now? Um, are you guys able to have any dine-in or is it, are you still doing strictly uh, carry-out right now? Um, uh, carry-out is like number one at 786 because the whole restaurant is about 650 square feet. So, so it's, I just kind of made it like an express. So well, that's a carry-out. And luckily for us, from a Pasadena location, we have a huge patio. And uh, like, like a proper patio is originally designed that way. And then so, yeah, so for anybody like bigger families. And for me, I would get big families, like 10, 12 people, one family, and coming in and they want to enjoy it right away because we still don't deliver, you know, so... So they would, they would come in Pasadena. So it's just uh, this way we could get the same crowd. But if you wanted to go, you can pick it here. If you want, you know, sit and enjoy, you can come to Pasadena. And then I've spread out tables there. And it works out. Works, it's, we got lucky, really. It's been a blessing. From my 76, there's a park next door. Oh, so nice. all, of a sudden, all of a sudden, that's like golden, you know? Yeah, <laughs> so for <they're>, sure. <laughs> whether they're out and people want to come out of the house, you know? So they sit on, they use the park chairs and perfect. Use their trash can too. So it's all done. That's already made. (laughs) Um, So when did the Pasadena location open up? It's been about nine months now. Okay. Oh, wow. I saw you guys are doing limited hours at Pasadena. You're doing like a Wednesday to Sunday. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Uh, Kind Uh, of what went into doing that versus the expanded hours you have at uh, 765 and Sun Valley. At 76. uh, 76, Sorry. And that was too. uh, At 76, I was like demand and supply kind of theory. So first, the first three months when I was there, we would open from uh, uh, seven in the morning till 10. And I would be there every day. So this way I was gauging when the crowd comes in, what days I can take off. Or so then we realized, you know what, days, no, 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 because God bless all days, lunch and dinner, we're busy. But the, the afternoons were slow initially. So the first year and a half, two years, we were closed during afternoon. And people were like, well, what kind of pizza place is this? You're closed. I was like, yeah, just like sushi, you know? So how they close? Yeah, I got it. So we would, that would be fine. And then we started noticing people are banging the door. There's a line. As soon as we would open up at five, it's like, you know what? This is a good chance. Let's open up afternoon too. So then we opened, so it's like seven days a week uh, from morning till evening at seven, eight, six. Whereas Pasadena, uh, I really wanted, it, it's a different crowd there. It's a little different crowd. So I really wanted to make it very special and unique. So uh, uh, Thursday, Friday and Saturday, Sunday. Those are the four days. Now, uh, God bless, I'm at the stage. I'm trying to open uh, like a killed afternoons. We, we, we had afternoons off there. Now I'm trying to cover that up too. So for uh, Saturday and Sunday, uh, no breaks. So from morning, evening, we open all throughout. So uh, I go along with the demand and supply. When people keep on complaining, I call it happy complaints. Like, come on, man, I come here. You're always close, always. So, okay, <laughs> that's open enough for them. So it's been working out. Has it been pretty easy to operate the two locations at the same time, especially dealing with a lot of the restrictions and um, the standards that you have to do now with uh, with the coronavirus? 
easy easy in a way easier <laughs> yeah <laughs> but um but i would say uh, uh for me my crowd is completely different at both places uh like mm-hmm. my, my completely which even i was shocked you know so i was like hey great i made this happen god bless all i have to do is just repeat it now in fact this is better it's like five times bigger no <laughs> no crowd was different so, but now I can say finally after nine to about uh, 10 months, I can, I can understand the people there and I can, I can play playing, you know, their game to serve them and they're enjoying it more. So initially they, they didn't like us. They like, it's the same thing with the timing. Hey, what kind of pizza places? They would complain at everything, but now they're, they're trying to understand the same things are like, aha, because it's a speciality. So we got to come on their time. So it's been working out good. Uh, uh, changing everything. Yes. So I have, I have a big procedure. Like my team comes in the morning and we check the temperature and everything for each and every one. Now, uh, now they're on top of it and we take notes. So uh, like whatever the city has recommended, I want to go like five steps ahead because uh, you know, you never know anything can change every week. So whenever that happens, I have a log, I can show it to them and, uh, and uh, we sanitize the restaurant every single day. But what I've done is just like, you know, we do press control and stuff. Um, I've, I've hired a company. They, they come in uh, once every week and they sanitize professionally. So this way I have a profit receipt. I can show them, you know, hey, you know what? I'm taking all my precaution. This is not required. Plus, I'm doing these things. So it kind of works out. And uh, it sounds all proper and official, but uh, price-wise too, it's not that much. It's kind of worth it. You know, for the piece of paper and the receipt, I can show them, hey, you know what? I'm on top of my game. And of course, you know, we want to mentally be secured and safe. That yes, uh, we're doing everything possible in a hand. Anything to take something off your plate though, you know, especially cleaning. <laughs> yeah. So, for, so going from, you know, let's, let's take it back, you know, uh, uh, a couple of years. So going from, from one location to two, what were some of the major challenges and, and hurdles you had to go through there? Um, uh, well, I, I would say I had first started uh, doing mobile catering. So my journey was from, from doing mobile catering, uh, farmer's markets. So that was a big jump from there to uh, a location that helped out. So I, I guess I really felt, was blessed to start from the hardest way because catering is the hardest one and farmer's market and, you know, doing different events. That is the hardest way um, to start because you learn a lot. And then from there, I, I did the first one. I was like, woof, this is like easy peasy compared to my first struggle. But uh <laughs> From that, now this one, yes, because I, I did know the game in a way, you know, I didn't understand that, but there were many tweaks. So I would say definitely get, getting better. Now, first, for example, for the next one, I'm all prepared and ready. So so I've, I have two ways, like I went to two different schools to learn. So third one, definitely now I know what more I should look for. Next one, huh? When, uh, when is that next one? What, uh, do you already have that kind of in the plan? Or are you kind of waiting to see what happens with this uh, crazy virus? <laughs> No, the ideas keep on popping too, you know, with the ghost kitchens and everything. Uh, there's so, and then, and then being an being a entrepreneur at, at the same time, chef, your creativity, you know, it's like, oh man, what can I do, you know? Mm-hmm. So there's so many different pizza styles that I really want to introduce and come up with, which I know people will love and kind of cater to that crowd. Um, so you never know. I don't want to say never, but uh, maybe something will come up, uh, come, uh, the right opportunity comes in, then I just want to jump for it. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying my best to be ready for it. You never know when. So if that comes in, we'll do it. Other than that, I'm very happy with these two and try to, uh, there's much more we can do out of just these two. So I'm trying to focus on those things, yeah. You mentioned your, uh, that chef's hat you wear and you are probably one of the most creative, inspiring uh, chefs in the business, making these brilliant, beautiful pizzas uh, that are just, um, you know, I look at like, 
some of your pies and they just have such unique ingredients. Kind of tell me about your menu and just how you approach um, how you approach these combinations. Um, uh, I was really blessed uh, to be in a mixed family myself, right? So my mom would cook uh, uh, pasta, uh, uh, Indian Indian curry, and hummus on the same dining table. That's how I grew up. So I didn't know that they are mentally, like there are different cuisines and stuff. When I came to U.S., I'm like, oh, hold on, really? You can't mix them? Why? You know, why not take the best from different countries and make, make it like, you know, put it on a pizza, make it like a painting? Why can't we do that? Because it does match. So uh, I said, okay, so this is something which I have. Uh, and I, I want to showcase that on the food. And I, I, uh, I really take, uh, for me, what's really close to me, instead of when people say, oh, yeah, your pizza is great, it's the best. No, that doesn't, you know, make me happy. I listen until they say, oh, yeah, your food reminds me of my grandmother's cooking. And now this gentleman is a Korean gentleman. So I'm like, yes. Because wow. yeah. <laughs> I have a pizza named Bulgogi Gangnam style. And when they try that, I was like, whoa, then I have a Turkish pizza. So the inspiration comes from really, uh, because definitely the flavors are beautiful everywhere, all around the world. And nobody can deny that. So why just stick to one style, right? Why not pick up the best from different countries then put it on a painting, you know, like a canvas on a pizza? So I really want to uh, give it to their tradition, compliment and respect their craft, their way, um, and, then, and then let them enjoy it. For example, I have some pizzas. I have a pizza named uh, uh, Al Chapo, flavor that is hard to capture. Uh, this was the time when Chapo was running around. Nobody could catch him. Oh, that's so, amazing. <laughs> so, so this was one of the pizzas because my city is Sun Valley. Uh, I look Hispanic, but I don't speak Spanish. So they were like, Ali, how are you going to make it here? I was like, no, food is like music, you know? And once people try it, they fall in love with it. Like, I love the song Gasolina. I don't know. Anything they're saying, I keep on, you know, banging my head. Remember the old one? Gasolina, that one. Yeah. So I was like, same way my food once people try it they'll fall in love with it so i had to come up with something so i can impress the local crowd uh the community there you know the hispanics the latinos so because they would come in they're like istanbul what's that bombay tikka masala whoa they would get scared right as soon as they would come down to al chapo they're like oh, i know this this brother i know this guy let me get that pizza and that would just they would get a smile on the face they would try them then they start getting the concept next thing you know they're trying different countries and they're like traveling the world through our our vision and uh, so th that's my inspiration. So is that what brought you into the pizza game? Is like, you know, the, the, the canvas, like you said, is that, you know, was that the best route? You know, you wanted to go into food, but is pizza, the, is that the reason why? Because if you could put all these flavors on oh, it? Yeah, kind of too, buddy. But also, if you notice, everything I'm serving is halal. And that's hardcore Zabia certified halal, which is extremely difficult to do. For example, my pepperoni, my chorizo is halal. That means it's, it's all beef. So no pork product, no alcohol, mm. uh, in, even in the food or, or you know, serving wise, of course, I cannot do it. Um, but, um, but yeah, so, so uh, uh, to answer your question, to when I started, for me, uh, to having a juicy burger halal, I would drive like an hour and a half because there are not many locations. Mm. And any you find halal is just Mediterranean, Indian, Pakistani, you get the same stuff, but it doesn't have to be that way. It, you can have Italian food, which happened to be halal. So my main focus was respecting the real craft, which happens to be halal. So even today, 90% of my clientele are non-halal people. So they don't even know what that means. But people who know halal, they travel three hours with the huge families and they want to come and they go crazy. So this way they can try different foods, you know, and everything all, all on, on a pizza. Yeah, wow. so... so serve that. I said, I, there's a niche of people like me, the super hardcore foodies. Uh, they won't just come in for cheese and pepperoni. They will come for, look for some different variety and they will come in and try. And secondly, also, 
like all of us, you know, sometimes we all eat these days, we all eat Thai food, Chinese food, Mexican, you know, I mean, we crave those things, right? So why not serve all those things uh, at the same time and pizza? Who doesn't like pizza? So let's say the, the, the wife wants something else, the husband, the kids wants all different ones. And when they sit together, there are like five different countries going on and they try each other's slices. So that, that's really unique and beautiful for me to see that. And I enjoy that a lot and the people love it. Hey everyone, it's Katie, Art Director at Pizza Today, here to interrupt your podcast with a short commercial break. Performance Food Service is proud to deliver high-quality products, innovative technology, and custom operational solutions to restaurants of all sizes across the country. The flagship division of Performance Food Group, with deep roots in the restaurant industry, Performance Food Service has been the exclusive distributor of the Roma family of brands for more than 65 years. This signature relationship has allowed Performance Food Service to become a leader in the pizza and Italian segment of food service nationwide. Figuring out how to do delivery right can be a daunting task, especially when it comes to third-party platforms, in-house delivery, contactless solutions, and POS functionality. Fortunately, the innovators at PDQ have developed the Delivery Toolkit app, a convenient single source that can measurably enhance all aspects of delivery while saving time, effort, and costs. Rooted in metrics, the multi-integrated PDQ Delivery Toolkit is a must-have resource for your store. Learn why at pdqdt.com or call 877-968-6430. That's 877-968-6430. And now back to the slice. Absolutely. With such a diverse menu like that, you know, what has, what, you know, constantly works really well. And then what have you tried that just people are like, nope, nope. I, I know this is, this is, uh, this is different, but no, I can't go here. Uh, you know, what's worked and what hasn't. Uh, I would say spice scares a lot of people, uh, a lot, and especially is is the uh, I would say is the is the misunderstanding of the flavors. You know, for example, especially with Indian food, Indian food equals to spicy. Um, Mexican food equals to beans. <laughs> it's just stuck, you know. So I have to I have to explain to them. Uh, spice means there are several different. Like my pizza, Bombay Tikka Masala, right? It looks like we have the the sauce takes me three days to prepare. It looks red. So first impression, oh my god, what is that? Sriracha. It should be spice. So it's the subconscious mind, right? So that's, that's the look. So I have to kind of calm them down. So spice doesn't mean just chili spice. There are many different spices, you know, and then the flavor and everything. So I have to kind of, uh, uh, kind of push them a little. But once they try it, they're like, oh, my God, yeah, you know, and they love it. So um, the spices, whenever I'm designing something, I have to be very careful that it's not shouting out, I'm spicy. No. And even if it is, uh, I, I name it very scary. Like I have a pizza. Uh, I use barbecue. I call it all fired up. That means beware, you know, (laughs) and El Chapo is designed to be spicy. So if anybody walks in, they're like, hey, can I have El Chapo with no spice? Sorry, it doesn't exist because it's not me. Don't hate me. The the city I'm inspiring by, that's how they enjoy it. So, you know, I want to respect them. They're like, oh, I got it, you know. So in that way, they can try many other pizzas. Is Uh, the Pasadena market more mild than the uh, Sun Valley market? Super. uh, Yeah. yeah, it's, it's a totally different world. It's, it's like a little ball and uh, they're so proud to be from Pasadena and uh, they don't know LA. <laughs> now, maybe me, I was like, great, we got awarded here the best entrepreneur of the year by Mayor Garcetti and all that good stuff. Over there, it's like zero. <laughs> it's a zero credit. It's like, yeah, you might be Al Pacino there, but over here, you got to audition. I was like, what? You know? yeah. But, uh, but now, now, now it's stepping up and now they're, they're, they're trying it and they're very scared to try something new compared to my friends over here in Sun Valley, which I was surprised. So over here, they're very scared to try something new, but once you get them in, 
And then mm-hmm. uh, now there's, for me, there's a catch. Once you get them in, they try the, let's say the margarita, right? And uh, bless, it is, it is unbelievable, right? So when they try it, they're like, oh my God, this is it. I don't want to try anything else. That's what they want to keep again and again. I was like, no way. I have like 59 more for you to go, you know? So, <laughs> have to break them apart so there's a rule whenever they see me they're always like man he's gonna make me try i was like nah the pizza and our rule is the pizza is on us until you fall in love with it i'm not just happy for you to like it you're gonna fall in love with it i I think that you are probably one of the best operators that i've seen um, with using review sites and media exposure to enhance your uh presence in your area um, can you, you know, talk about how, how you're, how are you able to do that so well? It's, it's, it's a blessing, really. I get that a question a lot. Whenever uh, people invite me, I wish I would say, oh, you know what, do this, this, and this, and magic happens. Um, uh, for in my scenario, uh, I'm, I'm one of those guys. I always want to, this is what I noticed about myself. If I look myself as a third person, what, what, what do I do is I always go against the waves. I always want to do the, the most difficult thing first, uh, like, like with the oven too. So I, I, I went to Napoli, I studied, I came back, I built my own oven and the first one cracked, the second one cracked. I never knew how to do it. The third one was good. I put it on wheels. So I, I, I could, I, God bless, I had, I had budget enough. I could buy a brand new one myself, you know, like a mobile oven, like majority of our friends do. But I said, no. The reason behind that was then I know how to maintain this and nobody can trick me. Nobody can fool me, you know. So anything goes wrong, I can fix it. So uh, yes, things went wrong, but I would fix it. And the next day I have a catering gig, you know, overnight I would fix things. So, so these, this was my mental vision that no, uh, I, once I have the game in my control, I cannot stop. Okay. But with, the, with the media, with the, with the, with the media uh, I feel, I really believe in this, that you have to raise your caliber so high that they get attracted to you. Um, and it cannot, you cannot run after them. So it's, it's like money too, you know? So you keep on following your passion and raise it so high that they're forced to follow you. Uh, recently, one of the, one of the top uh, three real estate guy in California, they, they normally make videos. Uh, they, he, he wanted to get into it. And so they would use our name. Uh, and which is so cool. They're like, a city Sun Valley is not as popular for real estate and stuff, you know, because so they're like, oh yeah, just, just a block away from seven, eight, six degrees. And that's the biggest attraction on the real estate sale thing. I'm like, whoa, that's what's up. So that started happening. So they, they come to you when, when the, uh, people probably, you know, let them know, hey, you know what, these, these are the people and, and people have the voice. So you're good, you're bad, you win an award. I don't, you know, in a ways, of course I care about it, but I always try to look for how I can be their favorite. Uh, so I, I really get the, the, the feeling out of if somebody says, oh, you're my favorite place because I, I myself have like seven to 12 different favorite pizzas areas. Forget about other, other, other food. And uh, so it's not just mine is the best. No, but I want to be the favorite. You know, I want to do everything possible. So the, 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 the guest feels, uh, yeah, this is my place that, you know, this is I want to show that off and uh, to their friends. And, uh, and when they try it, they fall in love with it. And I guess the media sees it too. And uh, Yelp, Yelp has been great because when I started our location, nobody even knows about it. So Yelp was, I guess, just building up. And I didn't even know about it. A customer made it for us. Uh, everything, even Instagram. You know, I was like, I, I'm not a techie guy. So they built it for us. But now you got to learn, you know, same thing. Um, now, and, and then that started getting people in and people started putting in reviews. And it's like, this is different. You have to go there. And then uh, it's, it's, you know, it's been a blessing then. So yeah, and Yelp just... Uh, uh, you just send us uh, a letter saying that we got we got about about two thousand one hundred something five stars, which makes us the highest pizzeria in the nation and one of the highest restaurants in California. 
Um, wow. For me, it's like, oh, wow. that's, 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 a, that's a blessing. And also, a lot of people said, hey, one time you get lucky, you know? What are you going to do the second time? So, and Pasadena, you guys already know how scared I was, you know? But God bless over there, we are close to about 200 and uh, close to 300 five stars. So it's not just one shot deal, you know? So that's what makes me happy too. And it's a challenge for myself. Hey, you can, you can get lucky once, but what are you going to do over here? And uh, try to do the same thing. So it, it works. Uh, same thing over there. Just keep on putting in, keep on putting in. It might take a little longer, but at the end, it comes back. It comes back tenfold. Um, yeah, it's, it's a different way of thinking. And also with, with COVID and everything happening, everybody's like me, me. You know, it's like, oh, of course, they got to be secured. There's a limited amount of customers coming in, limited sales. So they got to take care of ourselves. We flipped the game. <laughs> so, yes, we would do donations and charity and all that good stuff. Like all my pizza brothers, everybody does it, right? But this time, I tripled it up, not even doubled. So I'm like, no, if you know anybody close to your like senior citizen or whatever, the pizza's on us. All I want help is when you buy your pizzas, let us know so we can make a couple for them. So what you do is you just help us go and deliver it to them. They might not even know who, you know, who paid for it or it's from us. doesn't matter. So this way, we want to do this blessing and you can be part of us in this kind gesture or, you know, whatever. So, so, oh yeah, that people loved it. So they're not spending any money. All they're doing is physically knocking on the door and just putting on the, in the porch and walking away and the surprise on the face is unbelievable. So we started doing that, you know, um, and then uh, uh, even with the fires over here and now the Armenia thing. So anything happening, we want to be the first ones to come back and give. Uh, uh, and uh, that could be my marketing budget. You know, if you were asking me, what do I do? And then in return, oh, yeah, they come back again. They remember that who was there when they were going down. You know, who was there when they were hurting? And we want to show them uh, that we were there. And pizza is like balloons <laughs> because balloons make you happy, you know. And I feel our pizza, we are blessed to be in a business. Pizza makes people happy. So uh, it won't happen that somebody's sad. They're going to be like, oh, yeah, let's have pizza. No, it's always going to be like, hey, let's have pizza to celebrate. Uh, it's a happy occasion. If not, they look at the pizza, they get happy. So, uh, so if, if God has blessed us with something so beautiful to serve, uh, take advantage of it and make as many people happy as possible. And, uh, and that's the blessing it comes back. That, that's my core belief. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I tell you what, I saw a story where uh, your one of your videos where, oh, my gosh, you had me teary eyed about uh, like you're delivering pizzas to the homeless um, in your area. Um, and I know that's a huge problem there in Los Angeles County. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about what you're doing with with that area? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, homelessness is so sad and it's everywhere. Right. And of course, we all we all know that. Um, uh, that, that yes, uh, what happens is if they if they're in the neighborhood, if you let's say give them free food, that's the wrong, the worst way you can do it because just like giving birds, you know, seeds, because next thing you know that you're training the bird to come over here and then get the food. That's the wrong way. So what you want to do is I want to make them empower enough that they can probably get a job. I want to make them stronger enough that they can probably, uh, you know, I give them jobs or hey, clean this, yeah. clean that, clean this wall, or this is my pressure washer, go clean it. I'm going to get you the meal, uh, lunch, dinner, and plus some money in your pocket too. Hey, clean my backyard, whatever. So, so this way they feel, you know what? I'm not just going to get it free. They have to work for it. Something like that. And then, um, because everybody is down, but, but because if you just keep on giving free stuff, they're like, aha, I get free stuff here. So they don't want to move. And next thing you know, it's your establishment. And next thing you know, all your paying customers are like, whoa, I'm, I'm scared to go there because they're like seven homeless. You know, they're coming to you asking for money, panhandling and stuff. I'm totally against that, you know. But uh, uh, the deal is you have to, they have to work for it. And uh, the word got, uh, word got out that that's how I deal with it. 
and uh, even though if, if I'm giving them something, they have to do something good. And I don't know, in my humble way, in a little way, I'm trying to make it different step by step. And uh, since you asked about that video, you like you liked it. The video too. I, I, I didn't pay a single penny, nothing at all. So so this gentleman approached me and said, "Hey, I, I'm thinking about this idea. I know you guys already do it, and uh, I know that for a fact. I want to I want to make a video for you." I'm like, yeah, whatever, you know, make a video, perfect. What do you want from me? You want me to submit? He said, no, 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 I just want your time. And just tell me exactly what you guys do. We did it. Next thing you know, he's like, here's your gift. I'm like, what? Because that's, you guys are doing all this, let yeah. me give you back. And and then in fact, uh, there was a charity, huge event, he even submitted that and he won awards for that. I'm like, whoa, that's all, you know? So can I use it on the website? He's like, yeah, absolutely, you have to put it on. I'm like, cool, it came out so beautiful. Uh, and I, then I promised him, this time you didn't take any money, but next time if I hire somebody, it's going to be you. Oh, he, he loved it. And we hired him after that. So, Man, you have such a good, positive energy. <laughs> Ali, it's great. Um, the world thank needs you so about much. a billion more of you right now <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with all exactly. the positive energy you have. <laughs> exactly. As, as, you know, let's go out on a, on a really positive note. You know, what, what do you have to, to help inspire those other um, operators out there that are just struggling right now. What do you, what do you have to say to them to kind of get them pepped back up? Um, I would say, I would, I would say, believe in yourself. Um, uh, they remember the times why we started uh, in this jungle of pizza, right? So there must be a little reason, maybe, maybe for your little baby girl, maybe for the little boy, your wife, your parents, there must be some reason what, what really, really took the jump because it is, uh, uh, think about it this way. We are the business people. We are the people. Uh, uh, there are very, very few of us who think out of the box, right? So, so get back to the core. Like, in other words, why did you fall in love with it at the first place? Who told you to, to go and take all this hassle and you have like 15, 20 employees or more? Some, some of our friends have like hundreds, two, three hundreds. Take care of them and their family. Who told us to take that stress? Nobody, right? So we did it because we love it. So at the same time, believe in your product. Believe in yourself. Always try to be uh, a better version of myself. That's my aim, my goal. So that's what I do. And then, and then uh, uh, remember those things. And this will go away. The, just like the bad employee, you know, goes away and we laugh at it. Just like the evil customer, I call them. They come and go. So these bad days will go. Uh, all you have to do is just believe in yourself and stay strong. And um, uh, that's it. It, it, just, it will go away. And I, I can feel it. It is going away. And then if you're just standing there doing nothing, just, just you know, just strong, oh, then, then it's like, come on, baby, talk to us, you know? Because if you look around on the left, there's no other restaurants. On the right, there's no other restaurants. Sadly, so sad, but you're the only one surviving. So, and you know, one interesting thing which happened, I just tried, I have to share. Um, for example, for the, for the staff, like the employees, and for the, for the community people, yeah, there was a time they would think a small business is like it's like a used car salesman kind of thing. Very negative, right? So so businessmen mean, oh, these guys are the millionaires. They're ripping the poor employees off. And it was very, very negative. So in a weird way, the way I look at it, with, with all this happening, it's all of a sudden got a very positive note to it. Like, oh, my God, the small business is saving people, which is true. We never, you know, but we never got that focus in that how much we are important for the community. Now, uh, in my own team, they're, they're, uh, my, uh, some of them, wives are working for school. When the schools are closed, what are they going to do? Even though they cannot do anything and they're stuck at home. So only one little pay from a pizza man, I mean, you know, they're surviving. So all of a sudden, we were like, wow, if we wouldn't be there, they wouldn't be. And they're looking at their family, friends, everybody's losing jobs. So who's helping them? It's the little business. So, so that, and now there's a little emotional connection to it. And the self-reflection and the entitlement of people is going away slowly. 
which is really important. And and for all the, all my brothers and sisters in the pizza world who are struggling a little now, think about it as a test. Just hang in tight, and the people will come back and uh, uh, survival mode. And then we all we all we all are together, you know. And I'm I'm all open. You can reach me through phone, you know, uh, Facebook. If there's anything you feel I can do uh, to support, let me know. Uh, I call everybody, so I know. So if anybody wants any help, please call me because that's what we're all about, right? So, and that's yeah, yeah. The, that's what the pizza industry is all about. I mean, every, getting together, sharing ideas, and uh, yeah, and it's pretty great. I have zero ego, and I'm not shy of anybody. I'm, I'm gonna call somebody and ask for help who just got in the business for two months. I'm like, dude, you gotta help me. It's like Ali, you. It's like, yeah, me. <laughs> because there's no shame. Who cares? Because we gotta support each other. We gotta we gotta take each other and elevate each other to the next level. You know, our competition is uh, our are the other people. You know, the other other fast food restaurants, not each other. You know, we have we have brotherhood. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you're an absolute ins- inspiration, man. I'm, it's it's been so nice talking to you today. I feel a whole lot better about life uh, now yeah. than I did 40 minutes ago. So, <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> You've kind of made my afternoon. I'm, I'm just ah, oh, very stress 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 free right now. That's great. <laughs> well, thank you so much for uh, coming on the show, Ollie. And uh, can't wait to see what happens next with maybe a third restaurant or what's next. It's been a blessing, guys. And we'll see you at Expo next year.